honestly, you just became probably one of my favorite shows because you just you just say it like it is. Yeah, and there's something that's really important here that people should know. <laughs> I've uh, reached a, a level of wealth where I don't care what people think and I no longer need people. This is important, whoever's watching. Learn what I'm putting down. When I throw a skill, pick it up and apply it to your life. But don't do me because I don't give a F what people right. think because I have FU money now and all of my income, all of it comes from things that people have no idea. My income doesn't come from what people think of me anymore. Level Marketing. Today we have an incredible guest and a crazy show. My name is Shiloh Ekstrom and you are listening to Grit and Grace. Like super quick version of, is that what you want? For, I yeah. don't know how far back you want, but it's uh, one brother, 21 jobs by the time I was 25, uh, got fired from I guess 60-70% of them. Uh, from there got into my love, which is computer programming. Um, but I had an authority problem because I don't like authority. <laughs> I don't like bosses. So I kept getting fired from those, but because I was so, I was just skilled. I've been programming since I was legit, probably seven years old, like legit programming. So it's kind of like, that was me. That's That was my passion from childhood. So getting jobs was not hard because I was skilled for it, but Keeping a job was tough. And I kept trying entrepreneurial stuff because I, hate, I hated having a boss. And uh, failed at pretty well everything. Pet food door-to-door -door was my first real sales experience at 17, I guess, where I, where I thrived, where, where I ranked out all the adults. Right. But, uh, so I learned a lot of stuff doing that uh, creatively, I guess you can say. Like I learned about qualification, which is still, I believe, skill and scale in sales like I just I, I go around the tire kickers I don't bother with them so being able to identify those <clears throat> potential buyers is something I learned super early and from there I just kept uh, trying different businesses quitting my job or getting fired a bit of both trying a business uh, I was a, like a full-time cartoonist just to show you all the different varieties of things I did just to break through, break free from the chains of conformity. And uh, I kept coming back, coming back. And then, uh, I don't know, I guess my big breakthrough was when I was 23, I sold a business for like four million bucks. I can't, uh, wow. business. but here's the dark part of it. One of the dark parts I, uh, Give uh, a couple of million to a 23-year-old wild kid, right? right? So I blew that. I hit kind of my first little rock bottom there. Um, wow, I, I'm going too much into detail. I think I am. To, to sum it all up, I guess I went up and down. A lot of those failures, a lot of those rock bottoms. My ultimate rock bottom, I guess, because people like to hear that stuff, is when my father died. And... When that happened, I kind of, uh, there was a combination of things. There was a breakup going on, and all those things hitting me at the same time led me to the ultimate rock bottom, alcohol and drugs. Right. And from there, I, I lost everything for sure. Uh, ended up being homeless, like homeless, no car. I didn't even have a car, so I did that for a while. And I bounced back from that with network marketing, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And this is about a decade ago almost now. Okay. So let's let's break it apart a little bit because that's a yeah. lot. <laughs> that was a lot. And I love that you go into detail because that's what that's we're all about. So, okay. So you started with kind of door-to-door. -door, you know, do, I've done some door-to-door -door stuff too. So door-to-door mm -hmm. -door salesman, you know, you said dog food company, you know, totally get it. Like hustler. I always say hustler, hustler. So it's in all of us. We yeah. all share a lot of the same characteristics as people who have some problems with alcohol or addiction. It's, it's, you can pinpoint it. Um, but I can totally relate to the being unemployable. Like, I hated mm. it. I, I, I went to yeah. school to be a dental hygienist because I thought, go to college, get yeah. a degree, do the things. And I did enjoy some of it, but I absolutely sucked at the, Like, 
I was good at what I did, but I hate being in the office. I hated working for somebody. I'm like, can I just leave? Like if somebody cancels, I'm going to go home. Like this is pointless. It's a waste of my time. And Mm -hmm. I just wasn't employable. Like I didn't want to do it. I didn't get fired from places, but I made sure that I I could quit. Like I'm like, I'm out. Like I just didn't. I wanted something different. And I always had that bug. And it sounds like you did too. You know, you did this, you did that. You had just a variety of freaking jobs or opportunities. But it's so cool when you can look back. Like when you look in the rear view and you're like, but look at how all those unique opportunities got you to this one place that those weird skills that you would never think you would use totally make sense in a network marketing company. Let's talk about the other thing though. I want to go into this. Yep. Go into detail on this part. Yep. $23 million. How did you blow all that money? $4 million you mean. Oh, I thought you said 23 million. No, I was 23 years old. Oh, 23 years old. I was like, whoa, 4 million still. That's a lot. In millions, it's a lot of money. How did you, how did you flow that? Super, super easy. Uh, I had two sports cars, women and alcohol and drugs. That'll do it. (laughs) That'll do it quick. Hey, did it quick. I was uh, 3,000 a day would cut me out for 742 grand a year. So I'm like, how did this, how is this going away so quick? So just my drug consumption, drug and um, female companionship, just dating is expensive. And with the, how can I say, with the quality of people I was hanging out around with. There we go. That's a good way to put it. Sure. Um, 3000 a day was my just my daily party fee. Wow. So that's uh, 742000 per year. So it took me uh, about, about three years of a lot of fun, but it was super easy to go through. I mean, owning nothing, that's just pissing it all away. Right. Yeah. So you blow that, you don't have anything, like you. the term, no pot to piss in. Um, yeah. And now you're going, okay, so you have a life. So I always, it, it's very <laughs> curious because, you know, where I am now, if I lost my lifestyle, I'd be like, whoa, to go backwards. What is that like yeah. to go backwards and be actually homeless? I always say I've been homeless, but I was, I did have a car and I had places to bounce. Real being really homeless, you know, what yeah. happened there? Well, Where were you? Well, here, here's what I can tell you. It's Shiloh, right? Am I pronouncing yeah, it right? Yeah, you pronouncing it right. Yeah. Okay, so what I did and what I would do now are different because I've learned a lot through the journey. So what I would you like to know what I would do if I was living in a box right now and I had nothing? Yes. Okay, um, the steps would be this. I would find a network marketing company, number one. Number two, I would just talk to probably 100 people a day, find a Wi-Fi connection and connect with about 100 people a day and just show them the videos and follow up, plug them in. Mm-hmm. Show them the videos, follow up, plug them in, pass them on to my leadership because I wouldn't be leading. This is a little off, but this is how I build. I get so it. I recruit them. I plug them into my upline. I find an upline that's ready to, to accept my children. And instead of training them, I'm still recruiting. So it's a hundred, I'm about to, that, that's how I build fast. And that's what I would start with. And then I would work on my online campaign because the way I became my recent breakthrough mm-hmm. to going from like just recently in the past five years is when I hit my rock, rock bottom, 10 years. But I got into network marketing just like that. I hustled my way to 20 grand a month. I was stuck. So the way I broke out of 20 grand a month was I observed other leaders that all they seemed to be doing was training and doing webinars and doing this stuff. And I'm like, but I, I can't get in front of a camera. I just couldn't bring myself to it. Mm-hmm. So I learned how to simple, simple placing ads in target markets that would be interested in my product. So I went from talking to people to placing ads. I still do that today. That's what I do. I'm more of an online marketer nowadays. Right. So I create campaigns. And then that started, it turned me into a digital asset. So I didn't need to be there. My ads would do it for me. And then that brought me from, did that break 100? That got me to about 60,000 a month just by doing that. Because I could scale those ads to a certain point on Facebook without going into details. Facebook has a, yeah, I'm going too deep. So I could scale to about 70, 80 grand with ads. 
there's kind of a limit on Facebook. Right. And then the ultimate to hit a million a year, I started branding myself. That was the third step. Mm -hmm. So once I did that and I put my face as like the entry point, then it was easy because there was no resistance in the ads. I'll, I'll just give you the formula really quick. Uh, it, it works for all of my campaigns. It's, it's, it's crazy. I do seven value videos of me saying the value. I don't need to be the expert. I'll look up on Google how to lose one pound per day for your first seven days. I'll kind of script it. I'll do the video. I'll do seven of those with no agenda on those videos. No call to action. I put a piece, there's a piece of code. It's called an engagement post. Or if someone watches 50% of your video, I do three seconds, actually. If they watch three seconds of my video, they fall into an audience. And I keep feeding them those videos. So what I have is I have seven freebies, uh, freebies, non-calls to action. Yes, I and, and on video seven, I do a call to action, not to buy my stuff, but to come to a presentation. Mm -hmm. And that presentation is an automated webinar that's built to look live. It kind of catches on their time zones. Okay. So when they come up, I'm talking to them like it's live. And in that journey, I get them to buy the product, sign up, and plug in. So that's how, that's what I do. I love that. That's the process to everything I touch now. I hope that makes sense. It it's does make of, sense. And you know what? Even for people, it might be like, whoa, like that just blew me out of the water. It hmm. just gives you a perspective of like, like a little bit of the progress that it happens. Like you don't come into any company or as an entrepreneur and go, I am at a million a month. It doesn't work like that. You have to learn the systems and you have to learn the processes that work. And it takes time. Like I always talk about, you know, when people say, well, I'm a millionaire, I'm a seven figure earner. Well, are you, or have you made that much? There's a very big difference. And I don't put anyone yeah. down. Congratulations. If you've made seven. Yeah. Figures. Yeah. But there's a difference because when I speak to somebody who's making a million dollars a month, Mm -hmm. There is a difference in how they speak. There is a difference yeah. in what they do. And yeah. there's there's a couple of things that define it. So here's here's the outside of what you just did. You just talked about nuts and bolts. I'm going to say it comes down to their habits, their experience, because no one I know made it to a million a month with zero experience. It just yeah. doesn't work. You have to go. You have to do what you did. You go. You got to do the door to door. You've got to do the, the crazy shit, right? You got to do it. Like we don't love it all the time. And I used to do like these weird things for Amazon way back in the day. Yeah. I knew nothing about computer programming. I'm like, I'm going to do this. And like, I was trying, I was learning code. I knew yeah. nothing I was doing, but I was trying so hard to make money that yeah. it actually taught me a lot. It taught me how to hustle even harder online. And yeah. then I learned okay, that's a great ad, or what do you put up there to get someone's attention and things like that? Yeah. And then you combined it with the personal brand. So this is the other part of it. When we're talking all business now, we're going to go back into the other stuff. But you got to be your freaking self. Yeah. And so what makes you really special and why I really like your content and why you're on here is because when I see anything from you, I'm like, this is real, it's effing hilarious, or it's it's very, very relatable, Okay. Yeah. People don't want perfection. No. I failed at this for a long time. No. So in my business, in the industry, when I started, I thought I had to dress a certain way, talk a certain way, and do a certain thing to be successful. What I learned about yeah. five years ago is it wasn't working because what I did is I hit about twenty to 30000 a month, almost forty. I think it was probably around 40 nice. clients. Nice. And what happened is, and I was still a good leader, big leader, but I'm like, why yeah. can't I get past this? Yeah. I wasn't being my freaking self. Yeah. I looked impossible. Like people saw me and they're like, I can't do what you do. You look, yeah. you're here, you're there, you're crazy. I mean, like nobody wants to do that. They want to see a mark. They want to see yeah. this version of me. And they want to yeah. be like, hey, I'm a real shit show. But yeah. I guarantee that if I can do it, you can do it. That's what they want to know. Like, that's it, right? Like that's what I yeah. want to know. I want to look at someone and go, if he can do it, I can do it. Oh, yeah. I was missing it, and and I figured it out. So being yourself, experience, and your habits really do define the other parts yeah. of that. I, I can give you guys a secret about uh, how to hijack somebody's brain. It's actually pretty uh, music wisely, though, but it's called watch time. Watch or listen time. So the way this works is if someone just hears you or sees you for a certain amount of time, whether they like you or not, they, they become familiar with you. And 25 hours is like the sweet spot. 
So if someone hears this voice or sees this face, and I can getting someone's attention is harder than making a high-end big ticket sale. Getting someone to sit through you, anyone, is the hardest thing to do. So if you can get someone to actually sit through you watching you, you're hijacking them a little bit. So they feel like they know you. I, I think that's the first thing I would say on get uh, the skills. Because you could throw me, like Puff Daddy once said, you could throw me naked in the jungle. I'm coming out of there with a chinchilla hat. I got the skills. Yeah. And this is Puff Daddy. I, it's too good for me to come up with that one. I love it. <laughs> I always, a mind, mind that I always quote that might not even apply. It says, switch your style up, watch the money pile up. And I love it. I love, love it. it. Yeah. So, so just in a nutshell, with, with that being said, there's an acronym I use is GAS, G-A-S. And it's, I apply this process to every single thing I do that's new. So for example, I just joined a network marketing company uh, a month ago. And I, I've been out of network, network marketing for many years. But I'm back into it because a lot, just when I look at shiny objects, I'm that guy. If I can see dollar bills there, y'all, I'm going to take a stab with what I do on that thing. And what I do is just, just for a little bit of credibility, I jumped in the company and within three weeks, I was number one in North America right away because I do what I'm about to tell you. Right. The GAS acronym. Would you like to hear it? I'll do it super short. I would love to hear it. Okay. GAS is the grind. Everything you get into has a different sales process, depending on what the product is, depending on uh, how you articulate it. There's a, there's, you've you got to fail a lot to fine-tune your pitch. So the same pitch doesn't work for every product or service. I, got, I look at the benefits. I'm like, should I highlight that part of the product or this? So what I do is I get on a bunch of calls and I pay attention. What are people um, excited about? Oh, I closed these sales. I thought that would work, but that didn't work. So I kind of, I figure it out kind of like stand-up comedians do. They go to like the shitty little comedian clubs. The famous ones, they do that. And they see what rises, a laugh, and what doesn't before they bring it to the big Netflix special. So they go through, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. So once I have a, once my grind produces one or two sales, I have myself something that 99% of people will not have. People look at me, and because a lot of people know how much I make. It's kind of obvious. I have a university. You just do the math. And they say, he doesn't go in the trenches. I go, I do. They're like, you don't have to. I'm like, but I do. I have to because I don't know the magical script. That's the skill of knowing that I have to go through 100 people to get the gold. That's the skill. <laughs> so I have to go do it. I can't, have some, I can't pay someone to do that. So once I got the grind, I got the pitch. Yeah. I could automate that. So instead of inviting people, so that's the A. The grind is getting the pitch. The A is automating that process of the presentation. Because really my pitch is usually you bring someone, will you come, will you take a look at what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. So once I automate that, that's the automation, then you don't necessarily be, have to be there. And once you have those two, then you scale. You can scale that automation. And that's how you get rich in pretty well anything. Yeah, that's awesome. Make sense? Yes, it does. I, I think, you know, this has, you've already dropped like a million golden nuggets for people. And I wasn't even expecting that. Like, I was like, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. We're going to talk about alcohol a little bit. We're going to talk about yeah. the crash. Cause I've had one and, and, and I'll share a little bit about mine if you don't know it, but I mean, we want to hear okay. you. But it definitely, um, you know, this is the thing. And, and when it comes down to being, being successful, we see too many false stories. What happens is, and, and I just brought this up the other day, quit taking pictures in a plane when you're not even riding in the plane. It's not your plane. It, you know, you got these private jets and you took a photo. And then you're acting like you're living a life. The other thing is how to get broke quick is acting and doing that lifestyle that you do not have the money for because you're trying to attract people. This is someone like a Mark and someone like a Shiloh. When I see that, I am instantly know 
I don't want somebody like that. I'm not going to work with somebody like that. I'm, I'm talking about like if it was an upline or I was looking for a company. Oh, yeah. No, you're not attracting those people. You need no. to attract people who, you know, who see somebody who is relatable that they they can they can actually have a conversation with. It still does come down to relationships. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can recruit and you can pass off, but they bought mm-hmm. you. For they sure. bought you still. So for sure. you are what they're buying. And people need to remember, if you are false, they're buying false and they're going to want their money back <laughs> very quickly. So stop doing that. So no more false advertising. And I think the industry is shifting because there's a lot of regulations coming down about that. They're really getting picky on advertising your income, all the things. I love that. though. You don't need to tell me you're a seven figure earner. That doesn't impress me. What impresses me is when I see you how you speak to me, if you listen to me, you know, your presence, you're silly, you're, you know what I mean? Nobody cares. Like you, everyone's a seven figure earner in this industry. I'm not trying to be mean, but that's what everyone says. You ever been on Clubhouse? <laughs> yeah. I've never seen so many people smelling their own parts than that platform. It's a, bra- I, a bragging platform. Isn't I have it? a, I, it is. I had to delete it. Finally, I couldn't handle the notifications and it was, you nailed it. You nailed it. Like, I'm not mad about it. You know, I did get a lot of value in the beginning and there was a lot of really mm. people that came on, but I just was like, you know what? There's just, I don't have time to be here all day to hear the same yeah. people. That's not mean. And I don't need to toot my own horn and be on there and be like, well, let me tell you what I think. And this is my goal. You know, like, I, yeah. I just, I don't need to do that. So, um, you know, I think what's more important is being in the trenches and being with the team and tre- to, it was taking away so much time. It was just so time consuming. I'm like, this isn't valuing me anymore. I have to go. Um, I don't care if, and, and this isn't mean, but if celebrities came on, it's like, that's cool. But I mean, they still don't care about me and that's, yeah. that's okay. And I don't know anything about them. Okay. So shifting gears, you attracted me and yeah. in a non-sexual way. I'll just say I have a non-sexual attraction to you. I always tell people that. I'm like, I'm I'm not, I'm I'm attracted to you. I'm non-sexually attracted to you. So um I was attracted Thanks to for you. the compliment. You are welcome. Uh, no, I think you're great. Um you're you're really cool, but what people may not know about you, what I, I wanted to share a little bit is I do talk a lot about addiction on here. I talk a lot about hitting bottom and I talk about my journeys and I've dealt with some, you know, a lot of stuff over the years. Um, But, you know, I got sober almost a year ago now and I had a really bad moment. (laughs) What's your, a year? What what do you mean? Like how many months are you right now? I'm 11 months. I'll be a year on the sixth. Oh, shit. Congrats, yo. I know. So, I, you know, I, I am absolutely so grateful for, for everything that happened. Even when I hit my bottom, it was the biggest blessing. I had been praying for a while, like, God, please help me, please, because I, I depended on alcohol so much to get me through everything. Like, oh, I've got stress. I got a drink. Oh, things aren't going good at home. I got a drink. I'll numb it. I'll numb it. I'll numb it. And it finally got so, like, I was just numbing everything. I hadn't felt anything in so long, and I, I wasn't able to keep up anymore. So I got a little oh, older. I, I wouldn't have thought. I, yeah, I, I couldn't keep up with my secret, right? My secret was coming out. And so what happened is as the little devil popped out publicly, And it made me check myself very hard. Like, if you don't change, you're going to lose everything. And I was, I mean, I was like, I am not proud of myself. Like, this isn't who I am. I take care of myself. I had gained a ton of weight. It's not about weight gain. It wasn't about that. It was just everything. I just was letting myself go. I was like, screw it. I don't care anymore. And it was because I was sad. Um, I was sad. I wasn't dealing with anything. I was just numbing the pain. And sobriety is just incredible. I found you because we share tons of mutual friends. But when I saw that you had become sober and that I was really started to pay attention, isn't that funny? Like I, I started following you because of yeah. TikTok, but then I'm like, wait a minute, this, this dude is like, think I like this guy. And I, I kept going because I'm like, no. Nah. And that's where you, that's where that relationship comes from. So cool. let's talk, let's awesome. talk about it. So we'll go to the beginning of this podcast. when I said, tell me the beginning. Yeah. How do you think, you know, did your your childhood shape you, you think, into this journey? Well, or, well let's start here. My relationship with alcohol and drugs, with alcohol, let's start there. Because they're two different relationships. Correct. 
my relationship with alcohol is different than what most people advertise. So, because, and maybe I should say that right now, I love drinking. I absolutely adore it. I, I, I miss it terribly still today. I'm having uh, monster drinks. And I did it for fun. So I just want that to be, um, that, that was my reason. I did it for fun. But it, uh, well, I think we know what it does. With me, it was just uh, not turning me into someone else. It was just brutal. So with that being said, I don't know. What was the question? How did I? Oh, How did? Yeah. So for me, I grew up around it. You shake the tree and there's alcohol. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. With, with me, I think it stemmed from fun, maybe. Sure. Like, I mean, if when I really started going hard, was when I sold Dream Candle, because when I sold DreamCandle.com, that was a uh, that was a big windfall for me. Okay, <laughs> like yeah. that was a lot of uh, fu money. I'm like, okay, and that was back in 2001, uh, 2000, 2001, I'm 23, and I'm like, I did the math back then, and I was a pretty okay investor, and I'm like, I'm good, I'm good now, and that's where the trap, like, I'm I'm good for life. I could do projects I want or not. I could do nothing, actually. I didn't see the slippery slope of, with me, it was uh, the opposite sex for me. That was my weakness back in the day. And the, the yeah, got me into darker places and the money started going fast. So that's how it stem started for me, the fun part and the carefree part. But the uh, the actual substance itself, is a devil like it takes you over and that's how i think that's my entryway into it and i've never been able to shake it because um yeah because it's been fun it's been fun a lot of fun i was not planning on quitting at all like it it's i've never really said i'm going to quit forever this was not in the plan actually yeah and like i've never I don't think I've once said I'm going to quit forever. I think sometimes I said I'd like to get my shit together for a couple of months, yeah. like because I'm shit's falling apart a little bit. But alcohol never made me broke. It was drugs, and alcohol was the gateway to drugs. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So when you say women, did you, yeah. you know, women like I don't I don't know if you care. You said ask you anything. So women like yeah, you go for it. I, I, super high end women that wanted a lot, or you were spending money mm-hmm. on them, or just like yeah. where was it? Like what kind of women? What kind of world were you in? Um, uh, what, what would you call it? The uh, social link world, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Like I mean, a dinner date was two thousand easy. Three thousand um, jewelry. Just no, it was like gifts and just spoiling. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, it's just, it's the, I kind of got into that world and then you meet another friend and you meet another friend and you go out with, it's fun. Hey, yo, I mean, even if it was like just a bunch of girlfriends, we go out and right. pick up the tab. It just adds up. And with me, I, I was aware of the, I was aware. My friend said I was not aware. I was very aware of what I was doing. In other words, they wanted me for my money at the time because it was a lot of money for a young guy. And I was aware of that. I kind of budgeted for that. So there's another part where it's kind of, well, this is a weird podcast. I'm I'm all down for this, though. But, yeah, and as as the quality went up, and quality, what do I mean by quality? Yeah, I mean, you're an attractive lady. You know what? I want to hear it because, you know, it's fun to reach into the mind of somebody at that age with that kind of money and no. let's be real. This is how people think. This is what's going no. on. So, no. heck yeah. So the quality no. of women. Yeah, I mean, and, are we talking and, models, actresses? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And some that's exactly what it was. So it, was, uh, it wasn't like they had a, pr- a menu or a price list. But uh, my observations, because I was really into dating different women at that age. Right. And my observations were pretty clear. And it wasn't, was it a coincidence? I don't know. No one will ever know. But the more beautiful and the less committal they were, 
the more I would spend to maintain those relationships. And yes, it's like, but I like just hanging out with you. Okay, I, I'm going to play the game, but I'm, I'm very aware of what's happening and I'm glad to hang out with you. I mean, people pay me, like I'm glad to pay the toll without being said, without it being said. So I knew what's going on and I love it. I mean, I still do it today. Ah! <laughs> I, I do once a week. When I say when I say Thursdays don't bother me, Thursdays is date night. People are like, Are you seeing someone? I go, Well, I am this Thursday. I am this Thursday. <laughs> you know what the, I love it though. Let's just talk about it because this is the real world. Like I've always been curious, yeah. you know, when you get to that high level. Yeah. You know, you get to high level. And like, like but, but I'm way? high now. But like I'm high now. Like right, right now I'm super high. Uh, you were talking about talking about income. I don't want to jump into that. Like, no, I don't no, want to do no, a lateral. Look, I like this. I like this. So, yeah, but, you're at a high level right now. Yeah, like financially, I've yeah, never, yeah. ever, ever imagined I could have, like, I've got six income streams. That's incredible. Some, some of them are popping so bad, so so bad, like, in a good way. In a good way, yeah. That, yeah, so right now, I can afford those things. Back then, I couldn't, like, dating now I can afford them. So it's well, you're fun. You know what I yeah. always, you know what show blew my mind, but I also it was true. It was a hundred percent true story, but it blew my mind, but it also gave people a look. And I think it was it was for me, it was like I'm uncomfortable, but I need to see what really goes on. It was the Wolf of Wall Street, the way oh, yeah. that that was. And I'm like, oh my God, can you believe some of that? But I'm like, it's just crazy money. It's crazy yeah. money, and people are like, I'll do, I can do anything I want. And it's like, yeah. whoa, where do you draw the line, right? And yeah. that movie really, not that it opened my eyes. I mean, I'm, I, I know yeah. what goes on. I'm just saying, like, I don't think people, it's a different world. You get to this level, and it is a different world, and you got to keep your morals, too. Like, I feel like that. Like, people lose themselves so quickly. Yeah. And, you know, money, if you're a good person, money's going to keep you a great person, right? Good, great. If you're a bad person, it's going to make you a worse person. It's just the way it is. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't make you good or bad. It just accentuates what you are. And, you know, if you like women, you like women. Go wine and dine them. That's fine. But you're honest Perfect. about it. You know, and I think that's okay, too. I think right now we're in such a transparent world. Like the dating world, I laugh at all my girlfriends and stuff. They're like, it's so different. You know, now we just send everything first. And now everyone sees everyone and like, okay, cool. <laughs> like dating just became like this crazy photo. Like everyone's got a little file on their phone. Shoot it over. Oh, you want to see who I am? Here's my file of photos. <laughs> crazy. It's a crazy world. It's so crazy. I love this show right now. This is <laughs> awesome that we're talking about this. You, you and I can control our, uh, like we can control our, well, I don't know. I think I can speak for you. We can control, I believe, strongly believe, our bad habits yes. more than someone who hasn't hit that bottom. Like, mm -hmm. the, uh, we have something very in common here. You're 11 months in on, on no alcohol. Right. I'm, I'm not done. I'm not, I didn't quit forever, eh, by the way, for the record, everyone watching. This is for right now. I'm doing what's called a detox, a one-year detox. People are like, oh, good, wait till you hit 10 years of alcohol. I'm like, no, you're talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> I'm doing a complete <laughs> detox. Yeah. So then when I come back, uh, believe me, I'm counting the days. I'm strategically going to, my first drink will be on the Joe Rogan show, by the way, Joe, if you're watching. <laughs> That's Love the goal. <laughs> but our level of control, because I, I should speak for myself, my level of control with um, dating, for example, sure. I'm at a professional level on how it works now because I started doing it in a sloppy manner when I was in my 20s, and I've had a lot of trials and errors along the way. So that's just an example of that. Just like any other thing that in life I would love to moderate at some point, not drugs, though. that's the only thing I will never touch again, but all the other little stuff, it can be for me. It can be controlled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm 50 years old. I've seen a lot. I've experienced a lot throughout the years. Yeah, <laughs> so. you have. But it, you have a great personality about it. And I, you know what? This is what's important about 
talking like this and just being completely open, like the best way to be, because people need to hear Mm -hmm. these experiences. And if you can get, you know, if you can help somebody, even with just one story or one little thing, you did your job as a human. Like that's what we're here for. We're here to screw up. We're here to fall. We're here to get back up. And then we're here to share the suck. We're here to share the horrible things. We're here to share, you know, if you want to date a model, here's what you need to do. <laughs> if yeah. you want to, I'm teasing, yeah. but it's serious. No, like, no, you, no it's, you. It, it's a good thing, guys. It's a good, guys, guys, it's a good thing what I'm doing. It's I'm living the life of my dreams right now. But, gentlemen, gentlemen, you have to make a lot of money here. That it, I, like I don't want to get all Grant Cardone here, but Cardone, I don't know. Like Grant I like Cardone. Her. That's kind of funny. I get to Frank, share, I, I get to share a stage with his wife soon. So that's no it. way. I'll call. I'll tell Elena. We call her Cardoni. <laughs> she sounds like now they sound like they're in the mob. <laughs> well, Hi, we just made you a part of the mob. <laughs> it, it's because money is like the only thing you can. That's I'm speaking my opinions, right? My my I hop my insights, my hypotheses, my opinions, and my perspectives. These are my thoughts. So, but I know I'm right. <laughs> Money, you got to get that right immediately. Like that's the first thing you got to get right, in my opinion. And I know I'm right. So learn to sell. Some, learn to sell something. Sell it well. Mm-hmm. Learn to automate the advertising to that thing, and then learn to scale it on native ads because you can scale to the moon. You can have million dollar days. We're doing the same work you would do as if you were doing Wolf of Wall Street calls. Same thing. Million-dollar days. I'm telling you, it's scale. You're playing with numbers. Yeah. So once you learn that on one thing, bust your ass learning exactly what I said. Rewind the video. Find a product or a service. Learn to sell it by making 100 calls. Once you do that, make a series of seven videos. Put them in ads, Facebook ads, seven free values that have nothing to do with the product that provide value in that niche with your face on it collect them in a custom audience in a pixel every seven videos very simple you upload seven videos number eight is an invitation to a webinar go to an automated webinar platform like webinar jam or something set up a a recorded webinar that looks live in your webinar have a button that goes to sign up to your mlm start building that that pros and then once you start making a hundred grand a month Go to native, I'm giving it all just so it's there and people could rewind it. Once you start getting about 100000 per month in income, mm-hmm. that's a, a seven-figure income, don't stop. Move over to what's called native ads, N-A-T-I-V-E. Look into that because then you could take that hundred grand per month and scale it to a million a month or more. There you go. So once you have your money right, here's what happens. You can think. You can think because if you have to worry about bills, I just sold my last car. I sold, I'm selling everything I have so that I don't have clutter in my head. When you don't have anything, and also I don't like, I'll keep this short, but this is extremely important for me. Having a free brain to think creatively. Mm. If I have bills, if I have a girlfriend, if I have uh, kids, no offense to all you, all y'all with those things but they require resources in your brain. So once you make that money, well, even if you have kids, if you're making a lot of money, no, I can't, I can't talk on that because I'm that free. My mind is that free. So if you make a lot of money, you have time to see what your true potential is. If you're st- worried about paying the next thing, your creative faculties are like, there's a stick in those spokes. So I would say, what I just said, anybody, once you do it once on one product, you are puff daddy naked in that jungle coming out the chinchilla ad. You've got the skills. Okay. <laughs> oh my That's God, it. it's so true. Like Nelly, what's the point of all that money if you ain't banging the models? I'm going to say the nice word. He uses a different word. Um, so I think you hit a hot button here. Banging in the models. <laughs> he says a different word. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it out. We'll keep it out. You know, fucking the models basically is what he says. So, Okay. You hit a hot button for a lot of people because you said money is important Mm -hmm. and that drives people crazy because people who struggle with money, if you say, 
money is so important. You just triggered them. And now I'm not putting that down. When we're struggling, when, I, you know, I've gone through hard times too. I haven't, you know, I've, I've gotten to incredible places in my career as well. We both, we both have incredible businesses, but I've, I've been, I've been like this too. You know, I have seen awesome and I've seen, holy, I've started over. You got to hustle. When I had to start over, over and over and over and over again is because I wasn't taking care of my money right. I wasn't doing my taxes right. I was scrambled. I wasn't organized. I didn't know where my money was going. And this year, year, I said no more. And I got my stuff on track. And as the year continues, it's going to get better and better. Here's the deal. You can make a lot of money, but that money can go just as fast. And I've done it. Like I've blown money. And I'm like, wow, I've got nothing. And you know, if you really look at what you're spending, I'm like, I don't have anything. Hopefully I had an experience. (laughs) Like, I hope it was fun. I mean, that's the thing. And I think you hit, you hit a really hot topic. Like he is right now. No one's saying you can't have kids, but I'm going to tell you the more money you make. And and this is just something you don't have to make money to be happy. But what you're saying is if you want to live a certain lifestyle, you need to have enough money beyond that lifestyle to actually maintain it you can't just be right there and sit at that because your mind will go crazy you got you're chasing you're chasing you're chasing and when you're constantly chasing you're not creative and i am best when i'm creative when i can just go i've got no issues i can just be me i am awesome i am the best version i'm fun i'm flying high i'm making those wolf of wall street calls and landing the deals and it's like it's so true though and I think it's important for people to hear the truth. And, and I, I don't like sugarcoating and you don't. And this is honestly, you just became probably one of my favorite shows because you just, you just say it like it is, but it's true. Yeah. And the people don't always love the truth, but guess what? It's not about your feelings. It's about the facts. Yeah. And there's something that's really important here that people should know. <laughs> um, I've uh, reached a, a level of wealth where I don't care what people think and I no longer need people. This is important, whoever's watching. And I said that to somebody today. Learn what I'm putting down. When I throw a skill, pick it up and apply it to your life. But don't do me because I don't give a F what people think because I have FU money now. And all of my income, all of it, comes from things that people have no idea. It's a fat loss tonic ad on Microsoft website, news site, they'll make me like, I don't know, 100 grand a month. Like those ads that you don't see. My income doesn't come from what people think of me anymore, but it used to. And it was super important for me to have a very polished, somewhat authentic, but polished um, persona. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Polished is is a great word because I, I kind of, I relate to that because... For a long time, everything mattered on what people thought, and it was just yeah. everywhere. Now, I still struggle with it with certain people because there's people you love and respect, and you're like, gosh, I, I don't want to disappoint yeah. them. But when it comes down to the masses, I, I something changed in me, and it, it's, it's happened over this entire year. I turned yeah. 40. I got sober. My business took off. When I got sober, everything I knew if I yeah. would stop drinking happened. I'm like, if I didn't drink... My business got better. My relationships got better. I, I was better. I wasn't afraid that I couldn't show up, right? Yeah. I started showing up for people. And I started listening more. I started to freaking own my all my stuff, not just the stuff people knew, all the stuff, the deep yeah. stuff. And I stopped. I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. Like, I really mm-hmm. don't. Like, I, I, I want people to, you know, I'm a good person, but if somebody doesn't like me, that's okay. And I had to yeah. be okay with that. Now I am. But there is a way to be polished about it. If they're not paying your bills, it really doesn't matter. But you know what? Teach their own. Like, it's really good to hear the, this is like life lessons right here. And this is what happens with experience, people. It comes back to experience. You don't see a millionaire that got it because they won the lottery. What happens to everyone that usually wins the lottery? How fast is it gone? Because they didn't, they didn't earn it and they didn't go through the ring they didn't get in the ring to earn it, so they don't know how they earned it because they didn't. If you go through all, like they say, the first million takes the longest. Second million is like that. It's so true. My first million took three and a half years in my in my business, in my business um, previous. 
My second million, yeah. half that time. My third yeah. million, even shorter. Like, isn't that wild? It just was boom. Yeah. It was like boom, and then boom, 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 boom. It's, it's so crazy. It's 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 crazy. I know. It's, it, I, I want to spin my screen and show you some stuff, but it's crazy how when you when you learn to uh, replicate yourself in yeah. digital format, really, and use the tools that are out there to whatever is working when you're, whatever you're doing as a human being, if you can replicate that in digital format, the whole world sees it and you scale it, it gets ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It gets ridiculous. And something about different interests too. I don't want to be a role model because I'm not a good role model. I, 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 it's just sometimes people say, I don't want to be like you. I don't want you to be like me. Right. That's important too, because what I do it gets money and to do what you want to do. Everyone has different interests, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just like my lifestyle is not traditional. And it's what I, it's what the things I do are what interests me. And I've never done that before in my whole life. I thought certain things would make me happy for sure, because it's just right. the society's norm. I lived with a girl before beautiful marriage thing in love it was beautiful i wasn't married but it was that i mean we had a house we had the dog you had the, we had, you did all the things you had all the things yeah. and it was beautiful i mean we and we ended it because i said look this ain't gonna work it ain't me and it's just that experience was a moment in my life that i'm glad i had four beautiful years in a relationship it was a beautiful thing but it also made me realize that like if it were to happen, she was the girl for sure. Right. They would like that was the one. I found I found my soulmate even to this day. She's the one. Like everyone I've met afterwards, I'm like I'm so glad I was one of the lucky ones that found my soulmate. Her name was Stephanie. It was a beautiful four years, and when it ended, it was hard. But I knew it was. I thought it may have been the right decision because I just had so many. Um, human trigger not triggers human wants and needs i'm like this ain't right i shouldn't be wanting that or that mm -hmm. like the fact I, that you're even saying that is mm -hmm. huge like you're mm -hmm. at a like that is respectable beyond respectable because many people don't and they sit in it either they sit in it they're miserable or they sit in it and they act on those things and they oh. ruin it and it's like be honest because yeah. for her too for her too, like if you somebody, be honest and just let him go. Check and I it think out. It's important. Check, it's so important. Check it out. When she went, uh, when she said, "Is it really not going to work?" I go, "Hun, I can't do it. I've got like the wandering eye, and it's just, I, I just, it's not in my bloodline or something." It would and destroy her. She would be miserable. Yeah, and then she would. We we remained friends afterwards for a while, and I would interview her guy friend. I interview. She goes, "What kind of liking him?" And and then I would ask her. I'd be like. I don't know. What does he do? Let's see here. Is he a good fit for you? So I kind of like, well, you know, I, I was in jail for a while. I don't know if you know that. I spent some time inside. I got a tough side. So yeah. I kind of did my due diligence and it was, uh, I got her. I got her. <laughs> I, I allowed her to date a guy. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but the fact that she got a good match, good. hardworking construction guy, loved her to death. And that's what mattered to me. The fact that that happened, two beautiful kids now, I'm like, beautiful. That transition was amazing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then when I was single, I was like, holy shit, man. All my life, this is what it's about. But I had to integrate to the dating up front. Like, the way I date is different. It's upfront communities of busy women Mm -hmm. want the same thing as me which is a release from the stress go out have fun zero commitment if yeah. there's a commitment uh we're ending this right now no hard feelings because that happens right that yeah. just happens if i i don't date the same girl every like i don't date the same person more than once usually maybe two or three times i like to keep it um keep that moving because 
it's like watch time in videos. It's like watch time in videos. The more I hang around with the same person and date the same person for too long, it's an open conversation. It's like, I think I'm starting to like you here. We should probably stop this now. Nice to meet you. Good luck. It's got to be that way. And I, it took me a lifetime to figure this out. So now that this is part of my life, well, you, you can imagine why I'm a happy fella. Yeah, <laughs> I all well, these I mean, but you're, you're being honest to not only people, other people, you're being honest to yourself. And when yeah, you listen, I respect this conversation because nobody talks about this kind of stuff. And I actually love it. We, we took so many turns in this show. That <laughs> I'm, know, in, eh? I'm in love with it. I'm in love with it. Um, <laughs> But that is important to hear, like for women who are out there right now who who are single and men too, Mm -hmm. like there are some people, they're single, they want a person right away, they want to be in a relationship, okay? Say that. Go and find somebody who feels the same way. Do not dance around and try to pretend or play someone else's game. Like, okay, for example, if a woman was talking to you and she's like, okay, I like what you do. She really doesn't. She wants a relationship, but she thinks in the back of her mind, he's going to be, he'll like me. We'll, we'll, we'll keep going. No, if this person is telling you who they are and this is, this is a life and business message. If Mm. someone shows you or tells you who they are, believe them. Mm. Stop trying to change it. That's my message. (laughs) Beautiful message. It's true. I, I absolutely, but I, I, agree. I love it. I respect it because if more men and women, it's both sides could be up front like that. Not only would their, their dating life would be so much easier and more fun. They would inside also feel good. It wouldn't be so hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's, it's hard to be real. Here's what I got to say about that. I, I once said, I wonder, this wise man once said a quote back four years ago. I think, I believe his name was Michael alone. Someone <laughs> made, someone made like a gif of it and it went a little bit crazy. It was, it takes practice to be you. And it's easy to get on the camera and not be yourself. It's actually the opposite of what people think. People think, well, why just get on the camera and be yourself? I'm like, that's the hard part. It's easy to get on there and put on the the performance. Yeah. Because if yeah, because if you look at my old videos, there it was a performance. I had an agenda. I had a script. And now it's like, what the fuck's going on, everybody? What's up? It's like it's like it took a while to get there. And in life, it's like that too. And with me, with money, it shed that away. And when I say money, I mean my source of income. If my source of income is based on relationships, which is not, we could dive into that later because I'm in network marketing, but I have not spoken to one person and I'm number one in the company. Mm -hmm. I'll repeat that. I have not spoken to one person with my voice and I'm number one in the company one month in. I'm going to be number one in the whole company within a matter of three months multi-seven-figure earner within a year, and I will not have met or shook a hand. So because my income is not tied to what people think of me, I can do that. Mm-hmm. But most people have to be very careful because if your income, if you're consulting or coaching or providing a service, or that has changed for me. Let, let's, let's be real here. I made, I became a seven-figure earner by having people like me. Right now, all of the courses I've ever made are pretty well free. I give everything away because my income's not tied to it. So that allows me to be myself publicly. If my income was tied to people, what they thought of me, I would tone it down and I would be 80% myself. Make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Not to sacrifice the money if it's coming through the people. Yeah, no, I get it. And that's what everyone does. I mean, if you really look at what's happening. Huh. And I think, it, you know, the, there's so many courses. And, and it's really tough sometimes when you see people shooting out courses and shooting out courses like, here's the mm-hmm. money, here's the money, here's the money. And you can tell that the, the money, they, they are tied to the money. Okay. And so 
I'm all about giving back too. And and that's the thing is like when you can do a free course and you can just be like, this is this is for you, man. Like I don't need this. I'm just giving back yeah. so I can give back. That's the biggest for, for me at least, that's the biggest blessing or value or whatever you want to say about it. But that's like that's life. Like that's where you yeah. want to be. Like you're talking to a man, like this is where you kind of want to be, right? Entrepreneurs at least. Not everybody on here wants to do big business. That's what you want to be like you. You're a businesswoman. I'm business. This is the first time we meet everybody, by the way. Yeah, it is. But, but you're a businesswoman. Like, you're the, you're the real deal. I could tell. I could tell. I could tell. I like the hustle. I do. And, you know, the, but tell. the thing is, is I also, I, I, I like freedom, and I don't like, I don't always love to hustle. So here's the back yeah. side of this. Let's be, let's go into a raw side of me. I'm tired. Okay. Yeah. And when I say I'm not tired because of my network marketing business, that's separate. I'm not tired from that. I'm tired from life and where I got to. And and again, this year, this year was like the year of Shiloh figuring herself out. I stopped doing stupid shit that I don't need to do to make other people happy because I was doing it to make other people happy. I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm exhausted. I don't need to do this. I need to have a smile on my face because I'm going to be much better for my team. I need to take breaks. I encourage people, like, if you need to take Sundays off, take them off. I ain't working. I don't work Sundays. I'm like, if you call me, I'll pick up the phone. Because that's one thing about me. I will pick up the phone anytime you call me. Like, that's my thing. And it's like, you can call me anytime, though. Like, I don't have a schedule like that. Like, if you need me, you got me. Um, But I just take breaks. You know, you're not doing this to sit behind a computer all damn day and do nothing. You've got Thursday night date nights, my friend. You got only one hour long, though. And I'm back at my desk. But you still take that break. That's your time. You do need to, like, people. The other thing was, get a hobby. I was talking to someone one day, and they're like, what do you do for for fun? And this was, I don't know, it was the last year. It was last year. And I started crying. I'm like, I don't think I do anything. I, no. I, just, I just lost my joy. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing this for? You can't do this all dang day. If there's no joy coming from it. So you need to find a hobby. You need to step back, even if it is an hour for a date night. That's awesome. And then go do your thing. For for me, here's a little something you may not know about me. I work 16 hours a day, seven days a week, no days off. Like I've been doing that for a very long time. No exceptions. The date night is literally to improve my performance at what I do. Yeah. So by stepping away, it releases a lot of whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, it decompresses me. And then I can keep going. I am an absolute, insane, obsessed animal. Like, this time here is the only time I will speak to another human being until June 1st. Literally. I'm I don't take honored. calls. I, I have no, f- yeah, I know. Eh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know. You're... I just said yes. And it's not because I'm not important. It's because I have a goal. And I've had a goal for a while. And in the past two years, my, I'm so laser focused on a certain thing. It's, I, want, I'm, I will be a billionaire. But in order to do that, I need a hell of a lot of millions. I'm working on that. I'm stacking those units. But I, know, I have to know how to work that. And this is absolute insanity what I'm doing right now. And I I guess the reason I'm saying that is because I like what you're saying mm-hmm. for people, but I can't relate with that. Do you know what I'm saying? You can disagree I, with me. It's okay. But, but, that, <laughs> but that's for me as well, right? That's so individual to me. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, everyone I meet, I everyone I meet, the ones that I do talk to online, mm-hmm. they don't want my life. Nobody wants my life. Who would want my life? And I wouldn't have it any other way. Nobody wants my life that I've ever met. It's the only life that makes sense to me personally. Right. But I wake up, I work. I had to, I had to medically, by professional medical advice, cut my days down to 16 hours. Because those two extra hours, 16 hours doesn't feel like enough time for what I got to do. Mm-hmm. So I do seven days a week. Yes, I, there's no day off. But when I go from 16 to 18, those two hours are enough. I went through a physical burnout, and it's just because of those two hours. So 
Um, why, why am I saying there was, oh yeah, nobody, you don't want to be me. You wouldn't want to live my life. So I'm listening to you. And I think that that applies to so many people and I'm nodding my head, but it's just hard for me to relate on. You no, you don't saying? have to, you don't have to agree with me. That's the one thing that's beautiful. About, I, that's beautiful about you is that you're unapologetically you and that's okay. Like more people need to just say that stuff. No one has to agree with me all the time. Even if you're on my show, it doesn't matter that I don't want that. Like, here's the other thing. Now we're going to go down a rabbit hole, but we got to cut it short because we only have so much time. But if everyone could get back to, we don't have to agree to like each other on every single thing, we would all be better people. I don't always agree. You know, when I like somebody, I don't go, we have to agree on every single issue, every single thing, or it's never going to work. That won't happen. Yeah. There's nobody on the planet that's going to happen with. Agree to disagree. It's called having conversations, and it's also called debate, and it's healthy as long as we can have emotional intelligence and not react and act like crazy animals and just say, I don't agree with you, but that's okay. That's the answer. Because, And, and if you're offended, that's on you. It's not on me. Mm-hmm. I'm tough about that. Like if you're offended, you're tough. What, what's offended? You're a tough cookie. Yeah, but if you're offended by something I say, I mean, unless I go after you something personal, if I say something personal that I know is going to hurt you, that's me offending you on purpose. But yeah. if I say, like, let's say I swore and you didn't like it and I didn't know you didn't like it, that's your problem. You, 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 have, three, you, have, you have different personalities, I'm sure. You must have like a monster personality. You must have like the mother personality. And then you must have like the romantic side personality. And they're probably three different people, right? Mark just said I have multiple personalities. This they is the do. Because I could see, I, I could see, I'm like, I bet you. Because in business, like, let's just be real here. In yeah. business, sometimes you got to let the monster out of the cage just for a little bit. Just let him do his job. Put him back in. That's true. I think you got that fighter in you. I, 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 could, I could see little things. I'm like, I bet you got the, you got the, oh, you can do it. You can just. You, you, you want to take me out on Thursday. I already know. I can tell. Oh, no way. <laughs> That's another thing. I'm That's another, Yeah, I don't mix my. I, I, That's a joke, by the way. I'm teasing. Oh, is it? I don't know. Okay. No, it was. I know it is. <laughs> I know it is. No, it's. Uh, no, I don't. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Well, I'm not available anyways, but I'm saying, you know what? That's super funny because well, let, let's get this like, out here. You have that. We have let, these little. Let's get this out here. I, this should be on video for me. I'm. I'll feel better if I say this. Okay. Because with everything that's been said with the dating stuff. Okay. I'll take thirty seconds to make it clear. For anyone watching, I do. I have two separate types of relationships in my life: my social relationships and my physical relationships, and they do not mix. They're two different, that's how I live my life. So in my physical relationships, we're not social. We're not social. In my social relationships, we're not physical. I've separated them. It's one of the greatest accomplishments in my life that I find I've found some kind of secret to tailor my life a certain way. So with that being said, if I've ever had a conversation with you, don't worry, you're safe. (laughs) Because I don't mix social with physical or physical with social. Yeah, that's cool. Do. Again, you're just, I'm diving into your world here and I'm kind of thinking it's cool. Like, I love that. You know what? I love, see, I'm a very, so what I love the most about people like you, I love to BS. I just spent a day with my girlfriend, Candace, in, in LA and we went to this cool place that was called La, uh, La Petite Paris. And it was, oh, cool. you know it? You know it? No, but I like okay, the. It looks Paris. like kind of like the, um, it looks like, what is the name? The Great Gatsby inside. So no on the way. outside, it, it's got like these kind of cool lights, but it doesn't look like much. Like you're like, oh, that looks cool. And you walk in and there's chandeliers and all this stuff. Oh, that's awesome. He's like, it's my favorite place. Let's go. So we ended up sitting there and just BSing. See, I love BSing. Okay. I have the gift of gab from my dad. And so like. What's this, BSing? Bullshitting. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like to bullshit. And okay. um, in a good way. And like just talk and have fun. And like like this is this is why I have this show. Cause now I got to know Mark. I didn't we don't we don't have a physical relationship. We have a social relationship. Yeah, so you're and safe. This is it. Yeah, I'm safe. You're safe. <laughs> Everyone, I'm Mark safe. 
I'm gonna put. Oh my God, Mark, make this. Mark, safe the Mark. When, when, when you see, here's a little hint because I have to make some more marketing videos, uh, and I, I have friends. When you see me hanging around with girls, and we're not talking, we're just hanging out or having lunch, but we're not talking to each other. That would be a physical relationship. So if we do talk. It's got nothing to do with our real lives. We're just like, ah, oh, it's a cool day. What do you want to do? You want to take out the car? It's like super basic conversation. Okay. So this kind of conversation, anyone, if I have a conversation with you, we're in social class. Okay. <laughs> I love this. You're safe. I am so glad we did this today. Honestly, so awesome. Okay, Mark, we have to wrap up. But how can someone find you if they? someone just said, this guy's the guy. How do I get a hold of you? We're also going to post this, so don't worry. You don't have to go into everything. But how is the easiest way to get a hold of you if someone's listening, watching, going, I need to know right now? Okay, this will be a first for you. I promise you that. There was probably a lot of firsts here. Um, there was a lot of firsts today, yes. Okay, this will be a first too. I actually, d don't contact me, please, anyone. I'm busy trying to make a billion dollars. Ah! But you can be entertained by my content at thewealthytrainer.com. There you go. But I don't sell anything anymore, and I don't... Uh, I have no interest in speak, making new friends, except for Shiloh, of course. Me. Mark's safe. <laughs> oh, my God. Absolutely incredible. Um, thank you so much for being on the show. And everyone, go watch him. Go check him out. His content is hilarious. He'll keep you laughing. He'll keep you smiling. And he'll keep you engaged. And that's really what it's all about in this crazy world of social media. Mark, thank you so much. And everyone, thank you so much for hopping on. This is another episode of Grit and Grace. I am Shiloh Ekstrom, and I'll catch you on the next episode.